Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for December 6th with our latest report on the latest news in the global automotive industry. While global car sales have been running at decent rates all year long, sales of heavy trucks are running at record rates, especially in China and North America. Fiat is one of the big players in the heavy truck segment with its Iveco operations, but now Bloomberg reports that Iveco could be up for sale. It quotes Fiat CEO Sergio Marchionne as saying that Daimler and other truck makers in the Far East would be interested in buying Aveco. And that makes us wonder, what's going on? Does Fiat need cash that badly that it would sell one of its most profitable operations? I guess the answer is yes. And our American viewers will be interested to learn more about Aveco because Fiat's going to bring a couple of its commercial vans to the U.S. market, probably the Ducato and Doblo. In fact, we're going to see a lot more European vans in the U.S. Daimler already sells the Sprinter van here. Ford's already selling the Transit Connect stateside, and it's going to bring over the full-size Transit van, though we don't know yet if we'll get the front drive or rear drive version. And now Ward's reports that General Motors is looking at bringing some of its European vans over too, like the Opel Movano and Combo. Hey. Back to Iveco for a moment. Here's a quick trivia question. Anyone out there know what Iveco stands for? International Vehicle Company. Honda just announced it plans to deliver best-in-class fuel economy in every vehicle segment within three years. It's also set a goal of cutting CO2 emissions 20% by 2020. So how does it plan to hit those lofty targets? Well, brace yourself for another stupid name. Enter the Earth Dreams suite of technologies. Like Mazda and its Skyactiv strategy, Honda is optimizing and enhancing to stretch every drop of fuel. Some of the upgrades include next-generation gasoline engines that are lighter. They also feature direct fuel injection and have the latest version of Honda's famous VTEC system. It'll also offer a new diesel engine plus a range of continuously variable transmissions. A new two-motor hybrid system has been developed and it'll push towards greater vehicle electrification. Nothing revolutionary in this secret sauce, but you know, if 10 years ago Honda had said it was going to be number one in fuel economy, we all would have said, no problem. But today, it is going to be a different story. It's going to be hard for Honda to even beat Hyundai and Kia. Automakers like to find unique ways to introduce a new car, but this one is one of the more bizarre methods that I've ever seen. To celebrate the launch of the Mito Quadrifoglio Verde, Alfa Romeo used over 2,500 water balloons to create its logo and then had its professional test driver pop them all with the car. Is it pointless? Yeah, but it is fun to watch. The stunt set a world record for most water balloons burst by a car. Yes, apparently, there is a record for that. I'm Seamus McElroy, 6,000 feet above sea level, and I got here in luxury. That story's coming up next.
What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. Mercedes, BMW, and Audi have been dominating the luxury crossover segment for years, but now Land Rover is jumping into the game with the all-new Range Rover Evoque. The Evoque is based on the LRX concept from a few years back, and thankfully the company did not change its look all that much. It's targeted at a broader customer base than the rest of the company's lineup, so engineers did a number of things in order to produce the lightest, smallest, and most fuel-efficient Range Rover ever. Uh, turbocharging, exhaust system, control systems uh, in the engine, um, reduced friction components in both the engine and in the, uh, and in the transmission, um, but also by um, reducing the weight of the car. And we've used aluminium in the hood, uh, we have plastic fenders, we have the uh, plastic tailgate. Um, so the car weighs in at 3,900 pounds, which by any stretch is, uh, is, uh, is quite light. So that's a whole whopping 1,600 pounds lighter than the Range Rover Sport. Powering the Evoque is an all-new 240-horsepower turbocharged, direct-injected, 2.0-liter, four-cylinder mated to a six-speed automatic transmission. All-wheel drive is standard. And fuel economy for the Evoque is 18 miles per gallon in the city and 28 on the highway. Even though the Evoque is a sleek, stylish vehicle, like the other models in Land Rover's lineup, it's more than capable off-road, even up a snowy mountain road. You know, you can't wear a Land Rover or a Range Rover badge without being uh, capable off-road and capable on-road. Um, so uh, we have designed the car to have Range Rover attributes in terms of off-road capability. So we have eight inches of ground clearance, which is only half an inch less than the uh, Range Rover Sport with its air suspension deployed. Um, the, um, we have the, the driver sits in the elevated position, which is um, uh, understood by Range Rover customers. So you can see out, uh, see the four corners of the car. Um, but with this car, we have also spent a lot of time tuning the suspension, tuning the behavior of the car so that um, it's an absolutely excellent drive and an engaging drive on road as well. The Evoque comes in two-door and five-door models and both can seat up to five people. Each model is identical in overall length and width, but the five-door has a higher rear roofline. Despite the height difference, there is good headroom in the rear of the coupe, but it is more difficult getting in and out of the back seats of the two-door. Pricing for the five-door starts at nearly $44,000, and the coupe starts close to $45,000. A competitive price compared to the rest of Land Rover's lineup, but we'll just have to wait and see if that's what customers are looking for. Thanks for that report, Seamus. Delivery started off red-hot last month in North America, and ultimately the Evoque will be sold in 160 countries around the world. Remember to join us tonight for Open Line, where you can join our conversation with none other than Bob Lutz. Visit Autoline.tv or even listen in on the phone and you will have your chance to talk to the man himself. Open Line starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and you can call in at 712-432-0900 and the PIN is 911-633. That's tonight on Open Line. And that's today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.